Episode 4, All Along the Watchtower. For centuries, the island of Kaylee has known peace, mostly, if not entirely, through the watchful eyes of the unassuming lighthouses that surround its shoreline. To the great displeasure of enemies, nothing has been able to match their power. Until now. Welcome back to Girls Who Don't D&D. I am your Dungeon Master, Corey. With me tonight is... Lana playing Morrigan. Stacy playing Karin. And Freya playing... And that's not who you really are anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the other person. It's called commitment to the bits. <laughs> wow. I was going to say Freya playing Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. Uh, and Indy playing Freya. <laughs> and I bet you think I'm going to edit that out and fix it all up for you. <laughs> nope, it's you. It's just three girls, a dragon and a handful of dice. Some guys telling stories, I'm sure they'll be nice. There will be monsters, monsters, and magic, and fire, and ice. But it's mostly three girls, a dragon, and dice. We begin atop the lighthouse with the ocean spray lifting into the air as wild waves crash into it below. Mysterious spheres of magical energy have been bombarding the coastal defence system. Uh, an equally mysterious old man, seven feet tall with bluish skin, has been bellowing spells into the air, desperately trying to keep the magical shield protecting the lighthouse from failing. Moments ago, a sleek, lethe and apparently highly kissable assassin, wearing a silver mask, sprung from the edges of the tower, stabbed old man Naylor in the back and lifted him over the side to his apparent doom. However... Urged into action by a tragic memory, Freya the Rogue cast Featherfall, hoping to save a life in much the same way that hers was once tragically altered. The shield is down, Naylor has fallen, and more energy spheres are on their way. Uh, first question, who looks over the edge to see if he made it? I can. Once you get to this side, from below, the crowd yells, It was her! I saw her do it! And other variations <gasps> implying your guilt as Naylor staggles forward with blood running from the wound in his back. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> is that what you yell from the top? Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. trying to be nice. This is not my fault. Spinning around, the assassin, an embodiment of efficiency and style and a member of the mysterious Nine Lives Guild, looks towards the incoming barrage and makes a quick calculation. 20 seconds, she whispers. Plenty of time. She swiftly removes her mask and winks at... Freya. I knew it. <laughs> she says, there's a smell about you. Are you what I think you are? Such a waste. Frey, would you like to make a history check for me? I would love to. How do I do that? So you go to your skills, skills, mm. and look up history. History plus two? That's pretty good. It's not really. <laughs> Just talking it up. <laughs> do it's I have like to roll you, anything? You've read the occasional book. Uh, you roll a d20 and add your two to it. Six. You've heard of the Nine Lives Assassins. Uh, you know they are feared and respected. Mm-hmm. That's about as much as you know. Okay. Uh, there's something about her, though, that also triggers a memory. Hi, my name is Abby, and I'm playing the memory of Freya. They always took the perfect kids. The huge wooden double doors would open, and they'd step through, beautifully dressed, with long woolen coats that flowed like personal gusts of wind and never threatened to touch the floor. 
Wondrous saviours here to redeem the fallen angels. The children would line up, tallest to shortest. No one wanted to be the tallest. They were never taken. Little Jorda was no longer little, but he was first. He didn't even bother raising his eyes as the perfect couple passed by looking for Looking for anything except me. Scars and matted hair, scrawny and bitter, desperate. I let my eyes beg, but I knew they wouldn't see me. They would only see the perfect girl with socially accurate cheekbones, prima ballerina stance and an elegant neck, or the ginger with mathematically positioned freckles and an appropriately crooked tooth, or the boy who always seemed eager to tap dance his way into someone's hearts. And I wished I was one of those. And I wished. And I wished. And then I was. And it's at this stage that you realise that you have the ability to shapeshift. And that also so does the assassin sitting before you. You're both changelings. So do we have that memory? Do you have that mind thing where we can read each other? Would I share that tattoo with her? Uh, Would I be able to read her? At this stage, that's not something that you okay. could probably... I mean, you know what I mean, from looking at her, mm, it's just mm. not one of those things. They're, they're elaborate enough that you couldn't just look at someone across the room and go, that's the same one as mine. Yeah. However, if you had enough time to look at it, yeah, you'd be able to determine that. Yeah, yeah. okay. That's a good question. Just, like, direct a message at her head to see if she can hear you. Just yes. something wild that would make her go, huh? If, like, she could hear you. Hey, hot stuff. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, she winks at you again, but I mean, she just winked at you. So. I think it's like, you've got a wedgie. <laughs> uh, I should point out that when she does wink at somebody with this type of assassin, um, that means she's marked you. She thinks that she's going to target you throughout this fight. Oh, oh, the wrong kind of wink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Initiative order we did last time, so I didn't have to get anybody to. I don't have to get anybody to roll an initiative this time round. Uh, the assassin already went and tossed someone over the side. Freya, you went and cast Featherfall, uh, which leads us to Dutch, who starts shooting straight away. <laughs> Dutch actually hits something. It's been a while since Dutch hit Yay. something, so he does shoot her for a total of eight damage. I'm going to need to write that down because she is not weak. All right, that leads us to Karin, who had uh, initiative of 13 last time. Karin, what would you like to do? Oh, this arrogant bitch. Far out. All right, I'm going to reach into my back <laughs> where I've got some leftover sniffle shade. Oh, not where I thought that was going. <laughs> I'm going to snort that. I assume that's what that does, and that's going to make me think super fast. That's what it does, isn't it? Fireworks have gone I off. It's similar to the real world sniffle shade, and I'm feeling very alive. All right, so you suddenly snort a line. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't realize. Shade. Yeah, in this world, sniffle shade is is also cocaine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. I did not know the connections, and now I, now I've got. To I know you sweet, beautiful, innocent thing. And All look, right. truth be told, I've never done sniffle shade, but I've seen Wolf of Wall Street. So that's enough. So I you. know that I can think pretty darn fast right now. You know what? You get advantage on your attacks. Uh, with Sniffle Shade, but it also, um, it's not the best thing for you. You're not really, you're it a bit is. out of control, so you're going to be what we call I'm reckless. I'm not out of control. And I'm going to quickly check exactly what reckless. What I'm doing. You're reckless. Uh, <laughs> you get advantage when you attack, so you roll 2d20, right? 
and you take the highest one, but she will get advantage on you when she attacks because you're basically just going crazy and it makes I've it easier. I haven't even said what I'm going to do yet. All I've done is shot some simple shape. I know. You could be just like, dude, I'm just going to dance for a while. <laughs> and then she's just going <laughs> to scream, fight, fight, fight. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's your turn. What would you like to uh, to do? So all pumped up on simple shape. Feeling energetic, feeling pumped up. I'm going to kick her. I'm just going to kick her. Just a swift kick. You have an awesome axe, though, if you want to use it. I'm just saying. A kick's good, too. Okay, I thought I was just trying to be kind first. Maybe you've got good thighs behind you. I feel like an effective kick to the chest. Like, we're on the edge of a tower. That could work. Kick her. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was going to kick her off. I didn't want to chop her head off because last time I used my axe, I fucking killed someone. I didn't want yeah. to. I just wanted them to get the people <laughs> so away. So you're hesitant to so use I, your I'm, axe. A little, I'm just trying to be a little more cautious. Because of the crime you committed. Yeah, because okay. of the murder. I just... I, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, when you reached into your bag, I thought you were going to slap her in the face with the hand. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I was seeing it come out. I thought it was going for undies. I was like... <laughs> Girl, you've been sweating. You need these. But I like the kick. <laughs> the kick feels very barbarian. It's on brand. Thank you. It is on brand. And also, like I said, I just killed someone accidentally. All right. So, Silver Shade pumped up. I'm like, kick. And then I'm just gonna, she's just going to fall off and we never have to see her again. All right. Do I, I roll two, don't I? Pick the highest. Add five. We'll Which will be a 20. Oh, it's a seven. Motherfucker. Do you want me to roll again? No, you don't need to do that. <laughs> okay. But um, seven plus five. Whatever that math is, I'm, I'm off work. Twelve. <laughs> wow, now this week we're going to trust you on your numbers. I see, I see. Uh, Twelve is not good enough. You go for a kick and uh, she just slides to the side as if... And, and honestly, she isn't ha- even has time to look back and mock you for what you've just done. I told you she was good. Uh, Kuzo's next and Kuzo does not stick around. He starts trying to head down inside uh, the lighthouse. I guess the assumption is that he's going down to find out what happened to Nayla. Uh, following that will be loot. Loot does what loot does, and it Hide. hides a little <laughs> bit. But uh, last time loot noticed also that Morrigan wasn't looking too good. So uh, he is going to cast. He's going to walk over, and he can do two things. Last time uh, when he cast his spell, he used his staff, but because he's further away, it loses some power. Right? He either touches you, which is cure wounds, or he can can't use his uh, staff to do that, but makes it a little bit weaker. He's actually going to do it at level two, so it's twice as powerful. And <laughs> fucking hell, <laughs> which is really handy that I've rolled two d8 for a total of four uh, plus five, so nine more hit points for you. And then he sort of slides in behind Dutch again. Up to seventeen now. Sitting pretty. I think it's about time we head back to shenanigans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Puts you, I'll put you up next, Morrigan. What would you like to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how close am I to Chickadee here? Uh, you'd be able to get to her in one movement if you wanted to. To do something or just to move? Uh, to do something, yeah. You've yeah. Got, when we've got combat, you've got a move action, you've got, uh, you've got your action, and sometimes you've got a bonus action. So if I say you're you know, close enough to do a move, then you've still got time to do an action. Um, well, I'm going to um, get close enough to her. Let, let's be fancy about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, can, I, can I slide along the thing? That, that could be fun. You go ahead and sl- you want to do something fancy on your way to doing something else? Yeah. Yeah. What's the other thing you're going to do when All you right. get there? Um, <laughs> I, just need, I just need to be able to touch her to do this Inflict Wounds spell, um, which allows me to roll three D10s for necrotic damage. Damn, that is a lot. She, yeah. she is in a bit of trouble if you get that and get all 30. Um, okay, so how are you going to get across to her? Um, well, first of all, I, before I decide that, what, what kind of shoes is she wearing? Is there any ankle exposed or not? All right, give me a perception check so we can figure out what okay. sort of shoes she's wearing because that's it's the first important. thing we've decided to do. 
17. We did establish, we established in the last episode that this is an area known for knockoffs and that the only way. <laughs> <laughs> and that all knockoffs are started with the shh sound. Um, so she's wearing uh, Jimmy Shoe. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's the only brand I know. But she also looks at Kareen, looks at Kareen and says, Shamani shoes, really, it's summer. But hold on, I'm wearing Shamani's. She's judging you. She's wearing. Oh, sh- oh, hold on. This bitch says to me, Shamani's in summer. And she lets you see those Jimmy shoes. And I said, like, You freaking idiot. <laughs> These are a flat. Jimmy shoes are all heels. Oh, she knows their heels because she can do all this oh, shit idiot. that she's doing. You in idiot! Your ankle is exposed, and my girl over here can inflict wounds with a touch. You're a freaking yeah. idiot! I've got to say, her ankle <laughs> is exposed. All right, cool. Um, in which case, I want to take a running start and then slide towards her so that I can reach out and grab her ankle. You can touch her anywhere. I just love the fact I'm going for the ankle. <laughs> Go for the ankle. <laughs> I assume most people, if someone can, if someone dives at your feet, moving your ankle is probably the easiest thing you can do. I don't know, man. I just right. saw her ankle. I tell you. What, uh, I, I think, don't think it's more this about is, the slide entrance. Yeah, I don't think it's the yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's do um, uh, acrobatics check. Twenty. Oh, oh. Fight me. Oh, Fight me. Sadly, you've wasted that on grabbing your ankles. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. I'll let you pick either ankle. Uh, <laughs> you slide over to her and grab her in the ankles. She looks at you, <laughs> absolutely shocked that anybody would put any time into this at all. <laughs> And then you cast. Okay, um, this is Inflict Wounds, and I need three D10s. It's got a plus five to hit. Okay, so you got to roll first. Right, uh, rolling you, a 20? Yep, rolling a okay. 20. You'd love to do another 20. I would love that. That would but be great. I'm just going to throw things if that happens. 13? 13 plus five will hit her, yes. Okay, um, and now I need three D10s, do I? Three D10, add them up. This will hurt. I, I need to borrow some D10s, ladies. Now you've got three D10 to add up. you got three D10s. Uh, 12. Okay. Uh, you grab her by the ankles, which is just weird, uh, and inflict pain. I guess because you were able to grab both ankles, we'll just put six bits of pain on either side. <laughs> uh, so 12 points of damage. It does hurt her. She actually notices this, but also decides to kick you off. Yeah, fair. Uh, that doesn't mean anything at this stage because it isn't her turn. Oh, yes, it is. It is her turn. <laughs> oh, so with you grabbing onto her ankles, she basically just steps out of that. She's only interested in one person, and that is Freya. She has advantage mm. on Freya, which is fortunate. Uh, and she rolls. I think you should change into her. Really throw her off. Yeah, really <laughs> throw her. So she hits you with her uh, with her knife, and that is a 25 to hit. So that needs to beat your armor class. It, it does. I know I should get you to check, but it really, really does. Um, class 15. Yeah, so it beats it by 10. It doesn't mean anything that beats it by 10. It just should feel extra bad that it beat you by 10. Okay. It, it does it? Yes. Good. Oh, I feel much better. Oh, yes, it does hurt. Oh, it feels bad. <laughs> mm. uh, so she is going to do a fair bit of damage. Please don't kill me. It should have been a fair bit of damage. It was just six. Six points of damage. So take away six off 21. Yes, to do that. Uh, that leads us back to... Freya, having just been hit. Mm. Can I please use a sneak attack? <laughs> Even I know it's like you're right in front of her. <laughs> and I don't okay. know what's going on most of the time. <laughs> uh, 
That is fair. That's <laughs> 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 twice you've tried to sneak attack someone from the front. But she like, does it all the time. She's like, I want to sneak. They're like, they're looking at you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Technically, how it works is if your teammates have got more of her attention, which in this situation, they kind of do. Yeah. You know, because you've just grabbed the ankles of one. But she did just attack you. So it's mm. unlikely that in the attack that she makes on she you. She would have <laughs> looked the would, other way. She just attacks you and does a no-look attack. So. Uh, Freya, what would you like to do? Um, can I please try a shocking grass? You absolutely can. Plus four to hit, so a D20. Mm-hmm. Six. No, that's a nine. A nine? Oh, great. So what was it? Plus four? A 13? Uh, no, that misses. She just sort of spins around past you. Okay. Uh, and pushes you a little bit to get away from you. All right. Uh, following that is Dutch, who just shoots again. He's just the sort of guy who shoots at people. And he doesn't seem to even mind that you're near the feet and you're near the top part. He's just shooting anyone. <laughs> and he hits again. Oh, good job. That's why I went low. I knew Dutch was going <laughs> to shoot. <laughs> uh, okay. He does eight more points of damage. Chipping away, guys. We've We're got chipping this. away. She's still looking pretty healthy. How yeah. much can we hit it? Like, how much? We don't get to tell you how much it is, but there are different things you can do oh. that actually give you that. But after a while, I can start saying how she looks. Right. You know, if you cut an arm off, I'm going to tell you. But that means, if I, if I ever said to you, you just cut her arm off, I'm pretty much saying, as I did with the mayor, uh, they're on death's door. Uh, normally, though, I could be just saying they start to look like there's more bleeding occurring. Okay. Or I think he's out. giving you a subtle hint of what to do next, Kari. Oh, I wasn't doing that, actually, but... <laughs> But hey, it is <laughs> your turn next. Axe-wielding crazy lady. What lip gloss are you using there? Um, it's a Clarins. Natural lip perfecter. Uh, for those listening at home, Freya has just stopped to put on some lip gloss. <laughs> well, no, I'm thinking I need some lip gloss. My shocking grasp didn't work, so what else do I do? Stop and put lip gloss on. <laughs> yeah, I need lip gloss too. Hold on. The, the assassin stops and looks at everyone and goes, you're all absolutely right, ladies. Let's put some lip gloss on. <laughs> uh... Where was I? Oh, Dutch just shot her again. He's feeling pretty good about that. Uh, Karina, did yeah. your turn. Am I still, like, buzzing on Snipple Shade? Uh, I'm going to say, yeah. Shade last? Normally that reckless attack thing only lasts for one turn, but I think Snipple Shade doesn't wear off quite as quickly. So yeah. I'm going to give you... I hear it's about half hour, so I'll just... <laughs> just get a half hour buzz. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you step past your um, giant mirror that you stole from downstairs with a white line across it. <laughs> it's now gone. <laughs> It's not even white. It's nipple shade. It's pink. Pastel pink like my hair. Is it really? I don't know. I was Because I know so much. <laughs> <laughs> I know so much. I don't know. I'm about to call it the Mary J. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Once I took three Nurofen. <laughs> oh. I was out for days. And lived till the day. Nurofen. Karin, what would you like to do? Um, okay. So I'm going to get my axe this time. Mm-hmm. Because all my girls have tried to deal with her in a less impactful way. Like she's hurt, she is hurt, but she's not as hurt as you would be if you'd taken that sort of damage. Yeah, so I think we need to get out my sweet, sweet Melancy. Yep. My boo, my girl. The it's monster gonna, golden axe. It's gonna take that. What does which chew it's actually? It's just like mean? it's just like the sound when it comes out. Like when I pick it up, I don't the know metal where it cutting through the air. Okay. Yes, I got you. Thank you. Yeah. And I won't even replace that with another sound. No, because that was perfection. I'm going to take inspiration from Morrigan. I'm going for the ankle. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I want your Jimmy shoes. Fuck it, yes. I will cut them loose. I don't care. She mocked my shoes. I'm going to take hers. I'm going to slide like Morrigan. And I'll be like, I'm not going to miss this time. I'm going to swing at her ankles. It's going to cut her feet this off. This is so I- dangerous. 
Corey, this is my turn. I love that you're doing it. It's just Shh, it's my turn. Madness. So I'm, I'm on my sniffle shade. I'm like, wee! And then she's like, ah, my feet! And then I am going to look her dead in her goddamn eyes and hold up her own foot, take off her Jimmy shoes, put them in my knapsack. Yeah. That's yep. my plan. Go. This is the worst version of Cinderella I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, you get to roll. Uh, you're still at advantage for all your attacks because you're out of your mind. Uh, so 2d20, and you're going to add your axe bonus. Well, I can't remember what you're to hit for your Five axes. Five is my axe bonus, and 13 is my highest number. You definitely hit her. How much did you hit her for? Eight. Do I get a new pair of Jimmy shoes or yeah. not? Oh, no, it doesn't. I think if you if you given her a crit, maybe I could have given you some sort of argument for that. But actually, she she does this time look hurt. Before she didn't even look really hurt, and now she looks hurt. You've actually made her bleed and even grimace. She looks down at you, disappointed in herself that she's allowed you to get this sort of gotcha. damage on Got her. Got blood on those Jimmy shoes. Yes, <laughs> she's not pleased. Uh, I love it. <laughs> Loot uh, stays back. He's not really concerned at this stage. Everyone's looking pretty positive, and that leaves us to Morrigan again. Up until this point, I have not used my staff because I've like I have magic. Yeah. But like, let's use it. Like, let's. All right, you got a staff. Yeah. I've forgotten what your staff does. I don't know. Uh, Is when... it a special staff? No. Good. I think it's just a stick. It's a stick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hit it with my stick, <laughs> and I'm going for the ankles. <laughs> yes. Swipe at the ankles. Get her ankles again. Everyone. That's it. <laughs> Everyone else's weapon has got this cool name and you've got Ankle Killer. <laughs> I've already had one laughing fit today. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm literally, I'm, I think I'm already on the ground. So, yeah, I'm going to swipe Yes, that is such a good ankles. idea, Morgan. I just see you on the ground, like, swiping, like, just, like, not even, like, enthusiastically, just, like, uh, like, are you trying to get a spider down from a wall like that? <laughs> like, I just poke the uh, bloody spot you've just created. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, bitch! So, you go ahead and unleash Ankle Biter. Well, now I'm worried, because she's next. What if she stabs me in the head? <laughs> she seems fairly preoccupied with Freya. Oh, I actually should ask you. Do you want me to put... I've got this, like, shield of faith thing. Like, should I put that around you before she attacks you again? Instead of stabbing her ankles? That's, That's right. so nice. Go the ankles. Just for fun? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I reckon we can take it down. Okay. Uh, I've won. Should have taken that shield. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been more effective. That's great. Some people would do a critical miss, uh, which would be bad things for you, but critical misses are hated amongst the D&D community. Okay. Uh, but instead, they can often do something more fun <laughs> with the miss, so uh, I'm going to make up what happens instead. So I have, I have terrible news for you. You <laughs> stab uh, your ankle biter stick between both ankles, and she just moves quickly and snaps it in half. That's fine, because I was, honestly, I was throwing this out anyway. Like, if it was going <laughs> to fail me like that, and I'll honestly, stick to fire. Yeah. Realistically, it was just a stick, wasn't it? I it mean, was just a stick. <laughs> uh, because you can't see me, listeners, I'm literally throwing this card away right now. Like, yeah. on the floor. There's no ankle-biting stuff anymore. I can't let you lose ankle-biter. <laughs> it's too good. The toddler stuff. You can try and throw it away as much as you want. It's a half-size stuff. <laughs> Morgan, do you want me to just chuck it in my bag, doll? Yeah, can you just take these two yeah, pieces? Yeah, I got it here. Chuck it in your yeah. bag. Okay. The if we ever need to start a fire, we've got yeah, some I'll, wood. I got it. Ankle biter staff has been placed in the bag. Uh, it is the assassin's turn. Moves towards Freya again. That's a twenty-three to hit you, which is going to hit you. Yep. Uh, yep. And that does. Going down. Uh, that's thirteen damage. <gasps> what if I die this episode? <laughs> I think Freya's going to freaking die. Where's loot? Luke is there. Luke may step forward. Luke needs to step forward right now because I'm not having a bar of this. Uh, it's Dutch next, though. 
So, but yeah, you just took 13 points of damage. How are you feeling over there? Um, I've got two. <laughs> two is my number. <laughs> two is a small not, number. Not, not great. Really uh, not great. You look pretty weak at the moment. I'm yes. stressed. Uh, we may Dutch. need to retake this scene. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's just replay the scene. We'll just do it again from scratch. Okay, places, people. Uh, Freya, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Breathe another day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. What, can I do anything? Should I mange hand? I don't know in what way mange hand help you. Just grab the ankle. Just grab her by the other ankle. She's only got two ankles. Most of them have been grabbed already. Can I gouge her eyeballs out? <laughs> Your strength is usually through the spells you have or that sword that you have. So could I use the sword? The sword of deception. Yes. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. What? I'm not quite a, it's not injured an at the moment. <laughs> yeah, no, but in this game it's kind of weird. You're, you're kind of still able to do absolutely everything. Okay. Even okay. with one hit point left, you can still run as fast as the person who has all the hit points. But once you get down to zero, then things start happening. But at okay. zero, you don't die. You just get death saves. Oh. They are. You get three of those. You f well, you get more than three. If you fail three death saves, you're gone. Mm -hmm. All right? There are ways to revive people. You are not powerful enough to do that at this stage. Yep. And I should say that when you're doing death saves, if you roll a one, that counts as two failures. Oh. Now, what you're looking for when you're doing death saves is the opposite end, which is three successes. Okay. Or oh, we could just edit the whole <laughs> scene. I'm glad that you're worried about dying. Uh, <laughs> it bodes well for, your, yes. for you caring about your character. Okay. All right. I will use my... Sword of Deception. Does it sound right? That would be like the Sword of Dothoprol. Will you do that? Will you do that thing? <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. Sword um, of Deception. That's I'm close. Close. That's it. Yeah. Six. What are you rolling the six for? Damage. <laughs> yeah, that's so optimistic because you rolled a three. <laughs> <laughs> so three plus six uh, uh, is only a nine and doesn't hit her. Dutch is next. Fuck it, let's shoot again. Why not? Let's see what happens. Dutch goes to shoot her. Jeez, Dutch, step up a little. Uh, I rolled a five last time. This time I rolled a six. Nice. Yeah. Dutch misses. He fires over her shoulder. Or she does that cool thing, like the Matrix, where she leans oh, back. Oh, I love that. And the I've bullets go past. I've done that in real life before. Well, she can only do it because you're holding her ankles so well. <laughs> <laughs> but I've had it. I've had a basketball thrown at me. Didn't even realise it was coming. And my, my brain, like, matrixed it. It was great. Did you get back up from the position? Yeah. That is impressive. I was in high school, good. I was young. I could do the first bit, we get out of the road. <laughs> and then you just fall over from the, you know, the angle. No, you're grabbing her ankles, so she gets to do this cool move where she flips backward and stands straight back up. I let up. go. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Luke actually walks over to you and puts his hands on you. But we live in one of those worlds now where he asks first, oh, would you mind him? I'm your... Uh, Can I'm I put my hands on your person? <laughs> Especially the gesture Corey just did. <laughs> Uh, for those listening at home, <laughs> it was much like a Let's young teenager it imagining it's, boobies. Yeah, it's the boob grab that you don't need to do. It's actually the sign for boobs. This is the sign. This is the sign for butt, and I'm pretty sure that's the sign for boobs. I wish we could describe those, but yeah. I, I, you know what? People Google at home it. are probably going, I can imagine what those things are, and surely it's not those. Yeah, it's those. <laughs> it's the things you think it is. Um, okay, so he comes over and he is going to heal you, uh, but this uh, was unexpected because this is his last second level spell of the day. Just he heals. I did, he gets two rolls. Oh. The first one was a one, so I wasn't happy about that. Fortunately, the second was an eight, so that's nine plus five, so 16 points of health back to you. But I need to point out that loot does not have any more level two spells. All right, my turn. Okay, I'm pumped up. Whew. 
My girl's fine. I'm better. 18, I'm alive. You're doing fantastic. I'm going to punch her in the throat. (laughs) 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 All right. I hit her with my... I don't know how my magic likes didn't do that much to her. It should have clean swipe through but anyway it doesn't matter I'm not the dungeon master so no, no you're not um. <laughs> <laughs> and, and honestly you need a license so <laughs> uh, I'm keep one. One. she is very powerful so we get to a point where things can take hits that you wouldn't expect them to be able to take your best bet is always to use your axe uh, right I'm going to take my axe to her throat <laughs> do you need her for anything I just I love the idea of taking that to her throat yeah all right, fine. We're taking my melancy to her throat. All right. Can I say, though, like... So you want to say something cool to her as say you're trying something. to... Yeah, I want to say something. I don't All right, like... Go ahead. Bitch, I'm going to take my melancy to your throat. Hey, you like them apples? And she's like, I don't know what a melancy is. Because I'm going straight, but like, I know you're... Just, what's a melancy? Melancy is like... It's my, Why are you it's doing... My you're dog. still coming towards me, and you're doing all this stuff, and I'm wearing my Jimmy shoes, and you're going I on about your melancy. I've never heard of it. <laughs> on sniffle shape. Oh, why didn't you say something? She, <laughs> she okay. just opens up a little purse. <laughs> I'm high Sprinkles a little more. Meet my Melancy to your throat. How do you like them's apples? If you turn into a boy, then you'll have an Adam's apple. That joke will be even more awesome. I got you. But you're not, so. She changed it. She actually makes her throat less Adam's apple-y. Like, it's actually <laughs> concave. <laughs> just to show off. It's going for your throat. Go. Let's Two go. 2d20. Because you've still got advantage because you are high as... As hell. Mm. Mm-hmm. A ten and a seven. And you add five. You do hit her. Yeah. Ooh. All right. How much damage do you do with your big fuck off axe? Eight. And five. Thirteen Ooh. more. Uh, and then it is Morrigan's turn. She is looking shaky now. Right. I got this. I was going to be kind and just use gust and blow her over, but you know what? I've got this freaking ridiculous level two fire thing where I can have a line of roaring flame five metres long and one metre wide mm. in any direction I choose. They have to roll a dexterity saving throw uh, and a creature will take 3d8 fire damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful save. It's not impossible to kill her. <laughs> I am also, by the that. way, it's not at impossible. her feet, so I don't have far to freaking aim. <laughs> so you're just lining her up from below. It's basically <laughs> it's a basically a bonfire. Yeah, I'm gonna light this bitch up. And I got some marshmallows right. in this knapsack, honey. Right. A deck save. Uh, so what was it, what was it against? Um, twelve. Oh my god, <laughs> she missed. What? Uh, what did you roll? No, as in, sorry, she missed getting away from you. So Yay! Burn, bitch, burn! She gets plus six to her dexterity roll. So I was like, oh, she's got that covered. And I rolled a two. Uh, so unfortunately for her, she does not get out of the way. So 3d8. Where's my d8s? My pretty ones. They might be my favourite. Yeah, they're so nice. What did she roll? You did not you roll just rolled one three one. ones. Uh, that is unheard of. You're such a low roller. You did this every eight. game. I know. For three day eight for three ones. Yep. The flame roars past her <laughs> from millimetres away somehow. In fact, if anything, what the hell? <laughs> if anything, she looks amazing. It's like someone lit yes. the place. Her hair's going. <laughs> she smiles. Oh, this could not be more embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, I'm, and for good measure, I wink it off. Wow. I can't believe you did that. That's unbelievable. Unbreaking believable. I was so cocky too. She's right there. <laughs> I should have just used Gus. Okay, so that's that's why I love this game, though. It's just, it gives you something to work with, and you think you go, "What's what's going to happen here? How about this bullshit?" <laughs> Uh, okay, well, we're back to the assassin, and the assassin steps away from you, so she disengages from the fight, which is a move, by the way. I just want to make that really clear. You can disengage from the fight, which means you guys don't get to attack her. And she steps back into a shadow oh, of no. the tower and uses uh, something called Shadow Step and vanishes from, uh, from in front of your eyes. She vanishes from the shadows and reappears in the stairwell uh, and heads off down the stairs, or at least looks like she's about to head off down the stairs. Kuzo is already halfway down there and you hear him yelling out things like, No, you won't find it. Does she have a map? There's a map down there, isn't there? The next energy burst hits the top of the tower. And it rips the entire top section apart, or at least most of the top section apart. Uh, tears a hole in one of the walls. You can see part of the room down below now. Um, I would like everybody to make a dex check to see what happens to you. So a dexterity check, please. Does someone want to roll for me the rest of the game? Oh my god. <laughs> Shut up. Morgan <laughs> just rolled another one. Are you kidding me? That's four straight. No. <laughs> Doll, can we swap? Yeah, take this dice. I, that dice is cursed. <laughs> Thank you. We're getting you a dice jail. There are dice jails. People make them. <laughs> yeah, we need one of those. Well, these two dice have both <laughs> failed me. Wow. Okay. Uh, everyone's got different scores. I need to know what they are. Cool. So 11. 21. That's big. As the ball hits the tower, blows things apart, Morrigan, you get knocked off the side. Uh, Karin, you are knocked from your feet and knocked uh, just against a piece of the stone, perhaps. Mm. And Freya, you are still standing, though, which is going to be helpful because you have a couple of options in saving Morrigan's life. You see, falling from great heights is bad for you in this game. <laughs> it's one of the strange things. You can be extremely powerful but die from a large height. Yes, yeah, um, So I couldn't use something like Misty Step when I'm five minutes from the ground teleport to, like... You could. Because <laughs> I had a backup. <laughs> it, You're trying to kill me. I've got plans. You, it's a long way. Plans. It's a long way down, but this is definitely an option. Uh, you are hanging on to the edge. So the first thing is, uh, if you want to, see if you can just grab the edge with one hand. So we'll do a strength check. Okay. Um, using my new provided dice, my, my strength modifier is minus one, so I'm already sitting really pretty. Hang on. Just let me guess. One. <laughs> It is it, not. You did not. I have to go home, guys. I'm you so did not. Five straight ones. What did I say? You did not roll a one. It's not even the dice. It's you. You're the problem. I know. <laughs> I have mentioned this Holy in previous crap. games. <laughs> All right, so you go over the edge. Uh, That's cool. That's fine. What the hell? You know what's really worrying? Is you're about to take a whole shit ton of damage from being hit as well. Mm -hmm. And it would be great if you, if you, you know, we had two more ones come up. But um, let's see how much you got hurt by that thing. I can roll it instead of you. <laughs> You had just got hit for 11 points of damage as well. Okay, so minus and 11 you're from falling from the side. Uh, at the last second, Frey, if mm. you want to try and reach out and... Can I use a Featherfall? You absolutely can. Great, thank you. So you cast <laughs> Featherfall, which slows Morrigan down. She's falling slower now, but you're falling past the second floor. Um, Ooh, can I see in the window where Lady is with the map? You can't see in the window. You can see through the gigantic hole. 
in the side. Okay, but is that where the map is? Yes. Can I use Misty Step to teleport my ass in there to get the map? Uh, mm. In a second, that would be a great idea. Okay, cool. Let's do that. Uh, but before Very we do smart. that, you unfortunately need to take a D10 of damage as well. Only one. So let's Why? find out. Because you also got hit knocked down by the ball. Oh, but but you weren't too bad. So for you, you got lucky. The energy ball clipped you and knocked you to the side. Mm. Uh, but it did eight points of damage. Okay. Take off a few off your hit points. But I don't want to do that. Yeah, you can't bargain with it. <laughs> I'll take four. <laughs> it could be twelve. Six. Wait, what are you talking about? Eight hits of damage? No, I'll six at best. No, you took you took eight. You've uh, got the highest hit count, I think, too. Yeah, you can take eight. I don't want to. I'm well aware of that. <laughs> what do you want to do? Oh, me. I want to see if I can use this misty step thing to teleport myself into the second story, wherever the hell it is, where the map is, so I can get a hold of that before this evil cow with her shoes gets it. Yeah, so you just appear in the room with her. That's awesome. Oh, that's good. Morrigan, well played. We'll continue on with what happens to you in a second. Now, as long as I don't do anything else that requires rolling, we're fine. Freya, you might as well go next on this one since, um, mm. since you're still standing. Am I just at the top? Yes. Still? Are, the stairs are sort of broken. You can drop yourself into the room and you can just see the room and you can see that Morrigan is in there. You can also see the assassin and Kuzo. Okay. I jump down. Yep. Do I still... Is that my move done? Uh, that is your move done, yes. Okay. I just jump uh, down. You can do an action. When I jump, can I try and chop at her? So let's say you lean in now. You dropped in from the top and swung down with your sword. 16. Is a hit, yes. Awesome. And damage... Seven. Uh, she's looking pretty messed up right now. Yeah, she doesn't look happy about the situation. Uh, upon entering the room where you first met Kuzo, you now discover the room is in a complete uh, state of disarray. The most recent explosion has torn a part of the curved wall from the side of the tower, and the howling sea winds are ripping through the room. There was a window here when you first came through, one that always magically had a cool sea breeze blowing through, or floating through, that is now gone. In fact, not much remains. Strangely though, the table which held the moving map is still there solid as though little has happened. The map flickers lightly even as the wind twirls through the room throwing up debris, dust and paper. Next to it stands the assassin and she holds her mask in her hands. Kuzo is standing there. Let's see who's faster then shall we little man, says the assassin, pulling her face mask back over her face. She leaps for the map. Kuzo fires just as she touches it and in an eruption of brilliant light she is gone but the map remains. No, it's much worse. We must follow her or all is lost. Are we going into the map? Are we going into the map? I'm still a roof girl. She so only leaves out me. <laughs> so I need to get in there, don't I? Because I'm up from the roof. Hey, Karin! Coming! Yeah, I'm just dropping back down, swinging in. Like, my axe holds onto the edge, but I just swing myself in. I whip it back around. Like, that is fierce. I'm like, hey, girls. That was wild, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get me some shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Where did bitch go? She is in the map. In the map? In the... Kuzo, where did she go? She's in the map. Yeah, she's in the map. Well, here's how it works. Uh, if you touch the map, it takes you where you need to go. So, you know, you know, it knows what it's doing. Um, there's a problem. I can't take the gun. The gun is anchored to the tower. So when we go, we can't take the magic gun anymore. Oh, no. Here's what I think's happening. She's going to go to all the other towers. So we're going to go to the other towers too. If she kills all the wizards... We're screwed. So that's where we'll find her. He walks over and touches the map and he's gone. He's gone. When Kuzo's eyes recovered from the blinding light, he 
found himself hurtling across a violent sea. Through storm and cloud he flew, sliding aside bolts of light and bursting skyward through haze and vapour till the stars of night beckoned. For a moment he thought this was where he belonged. Jolted like a hand had wrapped around an ankle, he hurtled back towards the open sea, a shoreline rushing to meet him, an unearthly crater by its side. He did not slow, his body thundered through sand and rock, until, with sudden purpose, he stopped. He raised from the ground and found himself in a room carved from rock, beneath the shadow of a lumbering creature enveloped in fur. A low growl echoed through the room. Takes you where you want to go or you need, need to go? go? Well, we need to go where she needs to right. go. Right, to go. So no one think about Jimmy Shoes shops? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's hold hands. And on the count of three on the map, ready? One, two, three. Everything goes white for a moment. And Morrigan, when you go through, a twinkling of sparkling light dazzles you for a moment and you find yourself hurtling through the sky. Clouds swish past you at extraordinary speeds. You find yourself rapidly approaching another lighthouse. Behind it, you see an island of towering ice pinnacles surrounding a black tower, similar to the lighthouses in size, but certainly not in tone. From it, a single line of bright yellow intensity spears continuously towards the lighthouse, burrowing into its shields. Another tall man with bluish skin stands atop the tower, screaming arcane language towards the frigid island. Behind him, a lone assassin moves from the shadows and removes her mask. You careen into the lighthouse roof. You'll need to do a dex check just to see if you did a wonderful superhero landing. Because everyone likes a superhero landing. I don't want to. Someone then will just crash. You could roll a minus one. I feel like she could. <laughs> Nine. You crash into the rooftop and <laughs> while taking absolutely no damage, you Plus will one. start... Oh, plus one. That's, that is actually enough to move okay. him to then. You land comfortably. <laughs> <laughs> a light stumble, but you cover it with reasonable skill. Uh, that is where your turn will end for the moment. Because, Freya, everything goes white for you as well. The same sparkling light, and you also find yourself hurtling through the sky. But this time, when the clouds hurtling past you clear, you instead see a desert. Oh, no! You find yourself plummeting towards a mighty fortress. But then you oh. hear trumpets sound. You reach out as your home again fades from view. Oh. As soon as it is gone, your body is ripped in a new direction. Accelerating rapidly, you blast through the sky, your mind filled with visions of home, your eyes filled with tears. I'm not even looking at you now. <laughs> can see your face giving me that look. You almost don't see the lighthouse you crash into. You almost don't even bother to stand up. A calming hand reaches over to you. Glad you're here, says Morrigan. Oh, we're together. But but you're almost home where oh, you so need close. to be. Oh. But she needs to be with us more. Oh, God. I've got goosebumps and I'm tearing up. I'm weirdly attached to this character. <laughs> and do you know what's weird? When I envision it in my head, Morrigan, you look like your character. I look like my character. But Freya looks like Indy. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, no. So now I'm even sadder that our Indy almost got home. Almost. Not close enough. <laughs> okay. Karin. Everything goes black. Instead of clouds, you see darkness. Dirt, perhaps. 
you slide by it as though it isn't there. Dirt, clay, rock, then boiling magma, then back through the rock and clay. But before you go back through the dirt, there's bone. Shattered bones, powdered white, stacked upon themselves. Then finally dirt once more. You burrow through the surface. It takes a moment for your eyes to adjust. You start to rise in a field, greyish dirt that allows no life, no grass, no flowers, just the occasional wintered tree with atrophied limbs pointing aimlessly across what appears to be an endless, barely marked cemetery. My name is Craig and I'm playing the memory of Moravis Redman. Your hand hits a rock, latches onto it. It's an old hand, liver spots and creases, small white hairs. But it's the rock that matters. It's coated in red, a viscous, sticky crimson, fresh, far too fresh. The hand pulls away and leaves the rock to fall. Fingers push through hair and find more matted viscosity. Through elderly eyes, you see the cause. Silver armour, a white crest emblazoned on the fist of polished gauntlets. You struggle to see more. Red runs into these eyes. There is a smile behind the helm. The gauntlet retrieves the rock. The red becomes black. When you lift your hand, there's warm blood pooling in the creases of your palm. You notice a line of deep red leading towards the heaving body of a large bear with grey fur. Above it stands a creature of extended limbs and grotesque features, blood dripping from its claws. Is that my Harkon? Uh, it's a grey bear, so no. A, a bleeding grey bear. But another druid? It's very intense. So it took me to where I needed to be, which is to save this bear. Is this bear dead alive? I'm not even going to ask questions. I'm raging out on this creature with my axe. Because, like, I'm pissed. The important part about rage is once you start hitting things, you've got to keep hitting things. But mm, you get two mm-hmm. rages and you haven't used any of them yet. So that's pretty handy. Uh, it lasts for about a minute, which is in our fighting world about 10 rounds we only just managed to do three before so it's it's a fairly long time from now on when you roll to attack any weapon that hits somebody like a melee weapon not a long range one you get plus two to your roll so roll add two and then add again what your normal hit to hit is so normally you get plus five is that right yeah so you're plus seven at the moment you also gain strength uh, advantage on any strength check you're extra strong and any saving throws um, that require you to use your strength um you also have resistance to different types of damage, so no one can really bludgeon you or pierce your skin easily or slash across you. Uh, resistance means that if I roll 10, only five points hit you. Your age ends if you get knocked unconscious or if you haven't attacked someone. Someone hostile, you can't just turn and punch a friend. Uh, <laughs> although I really think that should be added to it. All right, you're attacking this creature. Uh, you still have advantage from before from your drug addiction. Sorry, from yours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm going to, you got advantage on this plus two plus your five. So I can roll two dice, is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. What do you got? Alana, what the fuck did you do? I got a one and a two. <laughs> oh. You gave me your bad juju. I was sitting here practicing rolling a dice. <laughs> as long as you attack, it doesn't matter if you miss. You still keep a rage. Yeah, you're still raging. Right, I'm raging. You okay. angrily miss. So you swing towards this creature. It's a ghoul. You swing towards it and uh, miss entirely, but uh, you definitely get its attention for a moment because it's a pretty wild swing you put together. Ladies, on the top of the tower, uh, you see uh, the assassin again 
moving towards yet another wizard. It's only moments away, so let's see whether we have any luck with this one, but everybody roll initiative. 17 plus one. Excellent. For anyone struggling at home, that's 18. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you've done that with a number that only required a plus one. <laughs> <laughs> it was true, we had a problem. <laughs> um, I've got two plus three, which equals five. <laughs> you will go first. Uh-huh. What would you like to do? Uh-huh. So she's up there with us and the wizard dude's there as well? Yes, and she's moving towards him. She has seen you, but she doesn't seem to care. Is this tower being attacked? Yes, it is, because there's another tower shooting some sort of beam across from an island nearby. I've never used this, so I'm going to use this. Um, chill touch. I create a ghostly skeletal hand that grasps a creature within 40 metres. I'm assuming she's in that range. And assails it with the chill of the grave. On a hit, the target takes 1d8 necrotic damage. And it can't regain hit points until the start of my next turn. That's really powerful, that last part. Yeah, really powerful that she can't heal. Plus 5 to hit. D20 plus 5. Let's see what you got. 18. That hits. 7. It hurts. It hurts a lot. Uh, it is her turn next, though. And she moves towards uh, the wizard and attacks and rolls a one and fails miserably. Yay! Freya, it is your turn. What would be stronger, my sword or the shocking grass? Your sword, it hits really well and it's already doing plus four, yeah, okay. plus whatever your roll is. So 13 and six. Definitely hits, yep. And six points of damage. Is she dead? No. Really? <gasps> uh, I feel like she should be dead. I think she's, I think she's damn close. Uh, she turns to look at Morrigan. Um, and having noticed, having noticed you land before and now realising just how much danger she's in, uh, she looks at you. When you landed uh, before, I mean, it would have been a bit of a buffeting and it just lifted your clothes slightly. She notices the tattoo. She says, I should have realised. Now is not your time. You have much left to achieve. She steps back into a shadow and vanishes. Oh, with my skeletal hand out of curiosity. Uh, that wouldn't go with her. No. <laughs> Without the range. <laughs> Just checking. Uh, back to Karin. Uh, I'll roll some initiative. Can you roll me initiative as well, just in case it isn't your turn? But, oh, yes, it will be, because I just rolled a one. Five? Are you serious? Hey, it's enough to beat it, though. But it is your turn. Would you like to try and hit it again? Yes. I'm raging out. I'm going for the jugular. All right. How tall is it? This thing? Uh, they're about six to eight feet tall. How tall am I? You're about six, so you're pretty yeah, close to... Yeah, I can to, reach it, Yeah, you can All do right. this. Uh, 2d20. Been an advantage for a long time because of these drugs. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good message to send. I was just about to say, and what a lesson in to real say. Life, yeah, in real life, drugs do not give you advantage. And you're All making right. this for your child. Yeah. <laughs> you hearing me, We Coop? love you, Coop. <laughs> we love you so much. These are pretend things, not real things. Real things. What did your pretend dice say? Ace is 16. 16 is a hit. So let's see how much damage you do. So four. Plus. Three. <laughs> you mess this thing up a fair bit. It's still alive, but it's not in great shape. Um, it doesn't look like it survived that again. Uh, it's turn though, and it tries to swing at you. With what? Uh, it's claws. Great. Uh, <laughs> you'd think so, and I rolled four. So it misses pretty badly. It, you hurt it so much that it, it stumbles as it tries to swing at you, and it's back to your turn already. Eddie? I'm swinging again. Go for it. 2d20 again. 11. Plus your 7? Yeah. Uh, so 18 definitely hits. Damage, d12. She's getting fast now, I reckon, too. 
Eight. Uh, you slice straight through this one and kill it. Great. Uh, Good make job. me a perception check as it dies. Two. Plus. Uh, my perception is one. Certainly three. Uh, the place itself that you're in feels horrid, as though something quite obscene has happened here. Uh, there's more to it, but you just can't make the connection. But it just gives you a hollow feeling inside. Uh, the bear on the ground is groaning. Like a talk to animals. It seems strange. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, But when you try and talk to it, uh, it can't talk to you. And that's unusual. You know that you should be able to talk to it, but you can't. It's not responding to you. What else would you like to do? I'm going to help you up. It doesn't understand you, and it doesn't seem to... It's, it's been hurt quite badly, uh, but when you get it to its feet, it runs straight away and bolts towards this line of trees uh, around one side and a mountain range on the other, way, uh, other side, so it sort of runs towards the mountain. There are caves amongst it. You can see those. Uh, give me another perception check. 19. Oh, shit. Uh, so the ground around you is a wasteland, and there's fog drifting across it, but you notice something about the trees. There's something wrong with them. They're pointing towards you, and then they start to move. They're not trees, they're ghouls. But something else bothers you. This whole place, there are souls here. Hard to say exactly where. Perhaps they're then the ghouls, and they're tortured souls. Because this is what remains of your people, the Kalashtar. What? So, and they're all just destroyed? The thing about the Kalashtar, and this is what's coming back to you as you start knowing who you are, the Kalashtar are an interesting species because they're basically two species that could join together, the souls of one creatures and humans. They're bound by their souls. Feeling their souls here is not unusual for you at all. That would be something you'd be expected to be able to do because you are, as I said, species of creatures that are so very closely linked by their, by their souls. Okay, so kind of like... Freya is linked by like smells and all that kind of stuff. I'm linked by souls. Yeah. And before that was a memory of a soul. When you touched the ground, you touched the last place that Morovis Redmond. Redmond fell. had been, yeah, okay. Yeah. So that was his last memory. Something quite terrible certainly occurred here and it hasn't recovered quickly. It's been a while since it happened, you know that. Um, because there's nothing fresh about this scene. Uh, but there is also an impending problem with these large number of ghouls and 20, 30 trees that are all starting to lumber towards you. I mean, I don't think I can fight this one. Like, I would be running towards these ghouls. They took a bit to kill, and I can't kill 30 of them on my own. Yeah, Not I mean, without you, nearly my girls. One, you nearly killed the first one in one go. Yeah, but, but still 30, 30 is, probably a is a lot. Yeah, they're slow. They're not all going to get to you quickly. I'm not going to sit here and fight one by one. You're coming down from your sniffle shade, getting a bit I'm more. I'm coming down. I'm like, <laughs> oh. And you've only got one more rage. I'm feeling that. You're still <laughs> in it. We're actually, your rage is starting to calm down as well now yeah. that you've helped a bear. I want to just go chase the bear. Can I do that? You're going to run behind the bear? I just want to bail on these ghoul trees and just go for the bear. Okay. I want to go help him out. Uh, so you're running towards where the bear was running. It's um, uh, to the north there are mountains, steep rocks, uh, caves where you hope to find sanctuary. You definitely don't keep up with this bear. It's moving pretty quickly. Uh, as you get there, you will go past a few ghouls uh, on the way because they're sort of surrounding you, and the bear does the same. Uh, the bear sort of barrels through as many as it can, which sort of clears the path, uh, but a couple of them are going to swing at you. One of them will hit because I apparently suck at rolling dice. They hit hard, though. Great. Uh, that's seven points of damage. But she's still in a rage, technically, so it's not as much. Uh, we lost the rage because, <sighs> yeah, so seven more points off, which puts you at 14. <laughs> yes. Such uh, a good memory you have there. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll hit it back. All right. Your drugs have worn off. Yeah. But yeah, you they could have. you could rage again, uh, which will just give you that plus two. Uh, mm. But otherwise, it's just one d twenty. The drugs wore off in a moment of sudden clarity, <laughs> as they apparently so often do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm suddenly very sober. Yes, it's okay. a sobering moment. I don't think I need to rage. You do? I don't think I do. Okay, then just one d twenty. I think I'm just gonna. I think I'm just gonna swipe. Give it a hit. At these ghoul things. Oh, no, I'll roll again. <laughs> What'd you get? A seven. Uh, plus your five. Five. Is enough to hit. Okay. These things have no armor. They're just flesh barely hanging onto bones. So okay, that's disgraceful. Uh, so roll to see how much damage you do. That's your d12 again. Seven plus three, so ten. You slice straight through this one and kill this one as well. Uh, two more pounce towards you and drag you down. Oh, frick. I've got no shields or anything. And they start ripping into you. And these two hit. Uh, oh, my girl's is back. six points of damage. Are you kidding me? I'm going to die, Corey, if you keep doing this to me. You're not wrong. Um, that's six point of damage, and then there was another seven. Can we get to her? Uh, from where you are, you don't even know this is happening. Definitely out of range of tattoos. Yeah, okay. right. That was my follow-up, yep. Uh, Karin, in the distance, you hear uh, howls from the mountains. And from the caves that you could see before, you see 20, maybe even 30 bears roaring from different holes on the top of the mountains, charging towards you. The ghouls look startled and fall back for a moment, although one tries to have one more slice at you before it goes. I only have one hit point, Corey. Are you sure you want to do this? I am. It's a 13. What was your armor class again? 14. It misses. It would have killed me. Okay. As the bears get closer to you, they slow down when they get near you. You see the grey bear from before. Wasn't running as fast as the others, still quite wounded. And they make a circle around you. They all lean back and howl into the sky. And you feel your skin begin to change. You feel the shadows oh. start to move from your hands. And you become a giant bear. Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, you're a bear now. <laughs> so you turn into a giant bear. Bear. And as soon as you do that... I get all my points 28 back. points back. Actually, when you turn into a bear, this is the coolest thing about being a druid, you take on their body, so you get their hit points. Okay, so what's my bear's hit points? Because I am on one. <laughs> you now have 34 hit points. And the reason you can't talk to those animals is because they're not animals. So druids aren't technically animals. They can just turn no, into people. animals. Yeah, yeah. Right, which is why I can't talk to them. But Harkon could talk to us when he was a bear. Because he has a tattoo. Ah, oh, doy. Well played. Does the tattoo shift with all of her things? Like, does she keep the tattoo in her bear form? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the bear, I mean, basically, the strange rule is basically you're magically turning into a creature. So any armour you're wearing just blends right into you and you become the bear. So right now, you're even stronger than normal. Your strength is 19 as a bear. Now, I want to point out, you don't know she's a bear yet. No. No. Keep that in mind. Yeah. I have one follow-up question. Yes. When changelings shift, do they keep their tattoos? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, but the difference with changeling is they can hide the tattoo if they want to. Yeah. Uh, and I guess it could even move. There's no reason why that couldn't happen. Can I, can I be a pastel pink bear like my hair? No. <laughs> Hundreds of miles away, an untold tragedy was about to unfold. The wondrous map that had sent them towards destiny was now in extraordinary danger. It is, or was, one of the most remarkable pieces of magic in a world of remarkable pieces of magic. 
In the city of Inyath Lenora, the capital of the Elven Realm, there is a never-ending block of cheese that changes flavour to complement your wine. A gift from a king to his people to guarantee that not only would none ever go hungry, but also none would ever be without the right cheese. Impressive, yet trivial. In the library of Vassanor, rumour persists of an invisible book where the secrets of the multiverse are carefully crafted in iambic pentameter. It sits snugly between two other equally pompous books, both about time travel, and both of which can speak but choose not to because of an argument about who plagiarised whom. Another cosmic trifle. In Crujian's Tower, on an island beyond the western coastline, there is a telescope of sorts, a series of enchanted tubes, magical mirrors and mystical lenses that show the viewer where they will find love, just not when they will find it. Playful, yet pointless. None of them compare to the humble hand-drawn map that could take you where you needed to go. Not where you wanted to go, mind you, but where you were needed. Beautifully unreliable, isn't it? And now, its edges have begun to curl from intense heat. A fire had started in the room where the map was kept, a room in a lighthouse buckling under a constant bombardment. Yellow flame flickers from the south to the north of the map, sweeping through the west, slowly threatening the entire hand-painted island. As each region burns, the magic binding travellers to the map fails, calling them back. And then a splash of water ends the blaze, and the last remains of the remarkable map fall to the crumbling floor. A piece of fabric lost, perhaps forever, amongst the flotsam. Okay, so as a bear, Karin, without warning, your body lurches backwards, and again you find yourself tearing through the world. This happens to all of you now. You find yourself flying, reversing back the way you travelled to your destination. When you see the original lighthouse in the distance, you also see how much of it has now been destroyed. A pile of rubble remains. Wild pulses of energy emanate from within and spread out in expanding circles of colours before dissipating. And then you slam into the ruins, breaking through bricks and rock before landing hard against the floor of the lighthouse. It rumbles for a moment, everything vibrates, and then you crash through into a cavern below. Another pulse of wild magic escapes. Everyone roll me a d20 and let's find out what happens when wild magic hits your body. 5, 12, 17. Karim, we'll start with you. The magic surges through your body and you find yourself merged with Kuzo's glasses. There are, these are really good at detecting magic, so that's become a part of you. It's not like you don't actually have the glasses on or anything. By the way, you're still a bear, but basically the magic from that has now entered your body instead. You can detect magic if you wish, but when you're trying to detect magic, you're also short-sighted. So you can't just look in the distance. Kuzo was short-sighted. Uh, Freya, you get merged with that window of Everlasting Breeze. Remember that window that opens and always looks like it's got wind coming through it that was in the tower? Which is incredibly uncomfortable. I thought it was just going to make her hair do a constant, like, awesome backblow. No, <laughs> sadly, it appears to be mostly farting. Uh, you've got a lot of gas. Um, Checks out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she did have that little curry time. <laughs> Morrigan, you find yourself merged with the lighthouse light itself, and now you have dark vision, which you already had. <laughs> Yay! Oh, good. So uh, nothing changed for you. There is a difference. See, the problem is now that while you already had dark vision, now other creatures can see the light emitting from your head when you're looking. <laughs> Oh. So you've got a bright light. It's, it's not like target. <laughs> you're not a lighthouse, but when you choose to use your dark vision, I'm here. <laughs> so you've ruined my dark vision. Dark vision is suddenly far worse. Oh wait, but does that mean that like if I'm looking in the dark, I make it easier for these guys to see in the dark too because yes. I light it up? Yes, that's true. You're welcome. <laughs> 
as you dust yourselves off, you see the lighthouse has blocked the hole it created. So it's knocked you through into the cannon and into the tunnels below, but it's the rubble's filled up the gap that you came through. Kuzo is gone, but his wild magic gun lies beneath a huge stone block. It seems to be humming. There are items from the lighthouse scattered everywhere. Metal tongs, crushed pots, minor magical items. A small fire burns what remains of the magical map, and only a corner is left visible. You each step back to survey the cavern. Beautiful lights and colour flow from the plants that line the stony floor. Bright reds, yellows and oranges glowing from the swaying weeds uh, and grasses, even the occasional mushroom. Bluish lights flicker. <laughs> Weed and mushrooms. <laughs> you don't hear it, do you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, bluish lights flicker from buzzing wisps and fluorescent glowworms dangle from the ceiling. It is quite beautiful. Uh, there is even a soft, distant, rhythmic hush like a sigh pushing air through the tunnels. You turn to share the moment with your new friends. Morrigan, wounded but safe. Freya, confused but not alone. And a huge fucking bear. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't know she's a bear. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just awkwardly like put one paw up and wave? <laughs> 100%. I was planning to kind of put like one paw on my hip and one paw like in a limp position be like, hey girl. <laughs> What's your reaction to seeing a giant bear next to you? Fucking run. <laughs> no, so you would me. I'm bolts. adorable. It's a lovely looking bear. But that was what I was scared of most when I was little because I watched an episode of Supernatural. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and someone had turned into the bear and was eating all the town people. And it freaked me out. I know, that, I know that show was on for a long time, but I hate that you were young when Supernatural was on. I was just going to say, I hate that for like, when I was little, I when watched I was Supernatural. But when I was at like... When I was like 24, that's when that came out. And I was like, cool, supernatural. But she was a child. So you, you bolt from this giant bear. What do you do, Morgan? Um, you don't know it's me. So what I would you know. genuinely do? I know. You're going to burn me up. Holy shit, you want to hurt her, don't I? <laughs> oh. um, I'm going to use Gust to blow it away from me and then follow after Freya. <laughs> okay, uh, the gust of air that you blast towards um, this giant bear ripples the, wear, the fur like, yeah. in a beautiful manner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks even better than it did before. <laughs> uh, you have a moment there if you'd like to, Karin. Yeah, so I use my tattoo. I'm like, girls, ladies, you would never believe this. And we're looking around being like, where is that coming from? <laughs> yeah, that bear you're so scared of. It's a beautiful bear, right? It's because it's me, guys. It's me. <laughs> While you guys were somewhere else, I was up in some terrible place. I turned into a bear. I got portaled back here, back with my girls. So let's just look past this bear shit. Now, from what I understand, I've merged some sweet glasses, which is why I'm wearing these glasses. <laughs> <laughs> That's me running away. <laughs> the bear is actually running. wearing glasses. <laughs> and apparently that was even scarier to you. It's a fucking Jada, talking Jada, bear. Jada, Jada, Jada. Okay, I got that good old... What's his name? That, remember that cute little gnome thing we saw? He had those glasses. Kuzo. Kuzo, yeah. These are his glasses. Karin, how, how are you a bear? Yeah, dull. Listen, I don't know. All I know, crazy story, and I swear to God this is not the snipple shade. And I swear this is not the autumn route. I went back somewhere that you weren't and then like there was like these weird tree things attacking me and then these like 
really cute bear surrounded me and there were bears and then I was a bear and it was like really beautiful. And then as soon as that happened, I was like portaled back to you guys and Freya starts running. Morgan, you started like blowing your little fart machine at me. And I am like, <laughs> but it's me. It's me. We're Wait all minute. friends here. And Are I you just... sure it was Morgan's fart machine? Because uh, Freya has now been turned into... <laughs> Someone's fart machine, either lentil curry over here from Freya or you. It's fine. Let's just... Guys, come on. Come hold my paws. Hold my paws. Come on. <laughs> Thank you, You've got to run a fair way back, I think. <laughs> come on, Freya. Come here. Grab a paw. She grab just puts her mage Morgan, hand out grab instead. a paw. She's like, okay. I'm not doing that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Take the scabby hand. <laughs> while you're all, while you're all uh, having this very lovely bonding moment, the pulse comes out from the gun again. Everyone roll me another 20-sided oh, dice. I just have a question. Yeah. Um, can Corinne voluntarily change into an, any animal? Any animal she's seen. Right. So if she has to emulate what she's seen. At seeing. this stage, though, because Including of memories. Including the Kraken. Yeah. Well, no, oh. because... I'm oh, not an animal. You said there it's are an animal, te- never mind. No, I was going to say, there are technicalities and there are also, also monsters, so you can't turn into a ghoul. Uh, you can only turn into what we call beasts. Uh, but also there are limitations to... You've got to be more powerful to turn into the bigger ones, so you can't just say, I'd like to be a giant woolly mammoth. Uh, you can choose to be a giant woolly mammoth eventually, oh. but not yet because those things can destroy everything. But you also can't pick creatures unless you become more powerful that can swim or fly. They, they're later. Oh, I can't. Not I yet. I only land animals right now. At, at this stage, yes. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so just randomly throwing it out there, but like in the next stage if we have to move and stuff, can she carry us so that I can do my meditation yeah. and get my spells all Like back? if I could be a normal elephant. Yeah, you can ride the bear if you want, if that's Yay. what you're saying. Good elephant, job. I think, is still a bit out of the range of what you can turn into. Um, bear is probably one of the biggest things you can turn into, but you can also turn into things like giant spiders and... Why the fuck would I want to do Freya's that? Freya's not coming they can back. Make, they can make that. webs. God, if I'll you turn into a cockroach, I swear. On. <laughs> the pulse coming out of the gun rips through you again. Everyone roll a dip tw- d20. Let's see what happens this time. 20. So Freya has rolled a 20, which actually means you now need to roll twice and two things are going to happen to you. 15. And your other one? Yeah, you get two. Five. You are not getting away from that gas. Still quite windy. A little bit windy. <laughs> A constant, <laughs> constant breeze. If you knew Indy in real life, you would know how funny that was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you know her boyfriend sleeps in a separate room because she farts so much? It's like, do you have any idea how perfectly you've aligned these characters? <laughs> and these are random, by the way. This is there's a table here, and she's she's rolled the same number three times out of four. <laughs> so, it's so perfect. It really is. I mean, I thought at this stage we'd be able to get past the gas, but. It, um, <laughs> the stealing, really the sticking fighting. to me. <laughs> the other thing that happens is you get merged with the remains of Vinnie Gar, the door of humility, and must complete each conversation with an insult. Oh. Uh, luckily, you didn't roll that one before. Um, you realised that Karim was a bear, because that would have been awesome to see you turn around and just <laughs> rip into the bear. Um, but You're unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Karim, uh, your weapon has been merged with the flying sword of illusion. You can now throw your weapon, and it will return to your hand. So that's very... Andy. Yeah, I'm aware of what happened then. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> uh, Morrigan, your body merges with the stone of the of the lighthouse. Your armor class rises to 17, which is pretty amazing for someone who casts spells. Trust me on that. But looking at my existing one, I definitely trust you on that. But you can no longer swim or jump. 
Okay. You're pretty much stoned, which is amazing. Uh. Uh, but yeah, it does make it a little bit diffi difficult. Um, no swimming, no jumping. Adding to my notes. Now you look down at this weapon uh, that's humming, and you can see that it's just going to do it again and again and again. So we can just stay until we get the ones we want? Uh, well, let's have a perception check. <laughs> 19. 14. 5. All right, Karin, you remain amazed by the beauty of the cavern. It mm. has an almost magical appeal to you. Freya, there is a change to the rhythmic hush, though, that breeze that was blowing through before, now that you're extra sensitive to air. <laughs> 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 the pattern has changed. The gusts of air seem more powerful now, like longer bursts of air. <laughs> and <laughs> this is not how I thought this would go. Uh, the hush is building to a roar. Morrigan. <laughs> Next week's episode, just farts. Just from one end, whoopee cushions and just gas jokes. Morrigan, you see the creatures tuck themselves away. All the creatures from before, the glow worms and the little wisps are tucking themselves away into nooks and crannies. They pull themselves up to higher ledges and you have the sudden inclination to follow them. Something's coming. A huge wall of water floods through from one of the tunnels, quickly beginning to fill the chamber. You do not have much time. Roll me a d20. 18. One. That is a two. For that roll, this is your chance to escape the water that's rising. It has happened probably in the best order for you because you can no longer swim. But you are now capable of pulling yourself out of the rushing water. So you pull yourself to a safe ledge. There's not a lot of room on that ledge. Uh, the middle roll was Karin. Uh, your hand slips and you almost pull yourself up to the safe ledge, but you're knocked back by the wall of water and find yourself quickly drifting away. Remember, you're still a bear. Yeah. Uh, Freya, a burst of water knocks you back into the swirling maelstrom of liquid. You're drowning. That's right. I, I can make air. <laughs> <laughs> you propel yourself back to the ledge. Morrigan, you have just enough time to reach out to one of your friends. Who's it going to be? And that's where we'll end our episode. Don't worry about them. Pick me, you sure they'll be fine. <laughs> it's just a sudden ending. It happens all the time. So maybe there's danger or just a clever line. But don't worry about them. I'm sure they'll be fine. Right?